0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you and by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest and fastest way to make a podcast. I'm no tech genius, and I had very little funds or help when putting together my podcast, and Anchor saved the day. For one, it's free. That was a biggie for me. And has creation tools for you to record, edit, or even import your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You get to start earning before your podcast even gets a huge following. It's literally everything you need to create your podcast all in one place. Don't wait. Start your podcast with the ease of the Anchor app. Trust me, if I can do it, so can you. (laughs) Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Always remember you're beautiful, Lola. Hey, y'all. And welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast, a podcast about every stage of motherhood and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I discuss how, like life, motherhood is unpredictable. Each week, I dive into topics that mothers go through in every stage. Whether you're trying to conceive, a first time mom, a working mom, a stay at home mom, or somewhere in between, there's something here for everyone. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready, because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hi everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. I figured the first episode should probably be me introducing myself and why I started a podcast in the first place, so let's just jump in. My name is Shantae Harris, and I go by Lola. I'll go into why I don't go by my first name at the beginning, so you already know. I choose to use a nickname, and I use the nickname Lola Nicole in particular for a few reasons. The most important one was because no one can pronounce my name. Even if I say it to them right in front of their face first, they repeat it back to me as if I've spoken to them in French or something. I I don't get it. Never got it. So, you know. I'll get something like someone will ask my name and I'll say Shantaya and they will sound off with the oddest pronunciations as if I'm, you know, speaking in tongues or something. Shantae, Shanta, chantel I mean, the list goes on. I usually don't even correct them now because it's happened so much in my life, pretty much all of my life. It's usually a lost cause. And even if I repeat it again, they still get it wrong. So... I saved myself the aggravation and just introduced myself as Lola a lot of the times now. Unless I already you know know you or you've said my name before I said my name and you said it correctly. The name Lola Nicole is also my blog's website name because I loved the meaning so much I just used it across the board. My Lola was my little long-haired chihuahua. I put her down um, because she, had, she was born with a seizure disorder that we didn't know about. Um, and Nicole is my little sister's middle name. She was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at age 18. And we've been fighting it with her ever since. She had her worst relapse to date about like two and a half, three years ago now. And since then, she's been bedridden. So that's been really hard. But we're working through it. Praying through it. We'll get through it the name was perfect it worked across the board i could tell to people and they wouldn't mess it up or you know whatever it's easy to spell easy to type in easy to find so as for why i chose wednesdays as my podcast post day well i think it fits perfectly with life my life at least uh, you know, it's known as hump day. I feel like there's an obstacle or a hump you have to get over in life at all times, and especially in motherhood. So, yeah, there's lots of humps and bumps and lumps involved. So, hump day seemed to be the perfect day to upload this podcast. Please note that I do curse, okay? I just have a potty mouth sometimes. It happens. So, if you hear it pop out, don't be shocked. Just letting you know now. So, anyway, a little more about me. I'm an Iceland born lifestyle blogger. I'm a dual licensed cosmetologist for Florida and Georgia. And my family and I just recently moved to a new state. We're currently living in Lawrenceville, Georgia. We absolutely love it here and actually plan to buy a house here somewhere in the future. My husband Kevin and I have been married for 10 years. I have three children, one angel baby, a bonus daughter, and I can't forget about my little fur baby, Brooklyn. I was a Navy brat. I lived in the northern states for years until my parents divorced, and then we landed in Florida. Yay! Sorry, Florida. It's just... We're just not vibing. I think, honestly, for me, at even a young age, I knew that Florida was not where I wanted to be, and it wasn't where I was going to end up. I wasn't going to find myself or my success there. So it was basically just a place for me to live until I was able to figure out what I wanted to do. Didn't think it was going to take me 15 years to finally get off my ass and move. But hey, you know, I had a lot of obstacles in the way before I finally got to move out of Florida. But we're here now, so we're not even going to dwell on the past like that, right? Right. I felt there'd be things that was going to happen to me in Florida that would change me forever, and they did. There was a lot of trauma and things that I wouldn't wish on other kids that happened to me. But I used that trauma to kind of, I don't know, I guess, make a new life in some way, build off of that trauma I feel like Florida is the state that the universe placed me in to learn a lot of valuable life lessons that I'll carry with me forever. And I think that it did. I'm just now, as a grown adult, working through those lessons with my therapist. But, you know, that's life. I feel the trauma that I went through as a child and a teen helped me power through some of the hardest times in my life as an adult, actually, as well as because I learned how to cope with my trauma my way as a child. Some ways that were healthy and some ways not so much. But we'll get into that at a later date and time. Growing up, I always wanted to be on TV or radio. I wanted to be a news or weather woman. I honestly can't tell you why to this day. (laughs) But I also wanted to be a poet at one point. I won a few poetry contests when I was younger, but nothing super major. I also wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Until I was about 24 or 25 years old. I realized one year of Pop Warner cheerleading and some participation trophies were probably not going to get me there. (laughs) So, clearly that dream died. But then I also wanted to be a fashion designer. Please note that none of my career choices were the norm. Anyway, I have been a lover of skincare and fashion for as long as I can remember My grandma put me in ballet classes when I was a little girl and I loved being dressed up and looking nice. As far back as middle school, I was altering clothes and sewing on patches and even adding fabric to the bottom of my jeans because I was a pretty tall kid in middle school after I hit a growth spurt and there were very few places that I could find jeans and pants to fit me off the rack. Side note, anybody remember Delia's? Yeah, I do. Anyway, I mean, I was... I'm 5'8 now at 34 and I need a minimum of like a 35 inch inseam in my pants because I'm pretty much all legs. But that was my first taste of fashion designing, I think. And from there, my love for clothes and hair and makeup just grew. I wanted to go to fashion school and I dreamed of living in New York, you know, the whole thing. But that dream was put aside when I got pregnant with my oldest daughter at 18 Definitely not the path I was trying to take, but I figured, hey, I got this baby now. I guess I better figure out something and quick. Although my New York dream had changed a bit, fashion and beauty were still on my mind. I did pretty much what every teen with no real direction does after graduating high school when it's time to decide where you want to go and what you want to do in college. I didn't really have a lot of encouragement, support, and life advice at that time, Um, You know, like most kids do where they sit down and their parents, I don't know, talk to them about credit and all the stuff you need and set them up with a credit card and their college fund, blah, 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 so on and so forth. I didn't have all that. I had no college fund. I had no idea what credit even was until I was about 28. And I also had to pay for college myself. And my student loan debt that I'm still working off to this day will attest to that. I didn't do after school activities like that in high school other than coach a popcorn or kids cheer team for like a year or less because I was babysitting my younger siblings after school. So scholarships like that didn't happen either. Basically, I just figured out life on my own as I grew up. Again, some of those life lessons were good and some not so great. But I changed my major three times before I landed on cosmetology school. Actually, I feel like it was probably more than three. I went from nursing to paralegal to medical billing and coding. Then I landed on business management. I almost finished my associate's degree. I was like a few credits shy when I saw that my business degree was literally just a blanket to get any desk or retail job I could think of. And that's when I decided to go to cosmetology school. I've been dabbling with the idea of doing makeup for years. But I wasn't really encouraged to go the, mm, I guess, non-traditional job route. So I tried to do everything before I decided I should probably just go to cosmetology school. Obviously, cosmetology school, for those of you who are cosmetologists, know you know that it's mostly hair with, you know, some other stuff thrown in there. Um... But hair is very heavily focused on. I learned very quickly that doing hair was not for me. I did not want to be a cosmetologist that did hair. So I focused mainly on skincare and beauty. Um, And that's where I fell into being a wax specialist and now a lash tech. I just loved doing makeup for as long as I can remember. I mean, when I decided to go to cosmetology school... Uh, I was working with my best friend and with my husband doing makeup for models, styling shoots, doing hair, things of that nature. Uh, I worked with photographers, models, different companies, even Orange County Public Schools. Um, we did a shoot for them. Just really trying to build my portfolio and figure out my whole, you know, life path, I guess, if you will. Every single time I tried to do any other job, whether it was a desk job, a medical job, anything, somehow I always fell back into the cosmetology, beauty, skincare realm. So that's kind of how I fell upon doing lashes is when I had taken a break after my miscarriage from the wax Center, and then once we moved, I decided that I was gonna, you know, get back into using my cosmetology license. I was like, yeah, so I guess I'm gonna try this slash thing. Now, let me back up a bit, because I kind of trailed off. While I was in cosmetology school, I forgot to mention, in between that time, I had gotten married at 23, and I was pregnant with my son at the time. So yeah, a lot changed. All while trying to figure out how to be a newlywed, be a young wife, and be a young mother. I went to cosmetology school full-time. I also worked part-time. And then when I wasn't working, that was when I was doing photo shoots and everything on the side. Just really trying to see if this was something that I really wanted to do. Obviously, I wasn't making the kind of money that I would like to be making to afford the dream that I was dreaming of. But, you know, obviously that comes later. I started to use my blog as a way to show other young, broke college students how to really stretch a dollar by finding outfits on sale and inexpensive online boutiques that kept you on trend but didn't break the bank. I lived on Amazon in Walmart and Target just trying to find the most affordable, trendy things that I can find while still making sure that I was saving so that I could pay bills and, you know, help take care of family. I also do love a good splurge every now and then. I do believe that staple pieces you'll have for years to come are worth the money, but a vast majority of my wardrobe is sale fines. This girl hates wasting money, and especially on something that will either tear or not last as long. Let's just say I've thrown away my fair share of Forever 21 clothing after like a few months. Now... My husband will probably hear this and be like, okay, but you're constantly in Target shopping for makeup. I need that, okay, first of all. There's all kinds of new stuff. And it's not as expensive as a Birkin, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to overspend on trendy items because I think it's dumb to me. You know, trends go faster than they come sometimes. I wanted my blog to show other young adults, college students, and mothers that you can have a fabulous wardrobe you want without needing a huge budget. Young or mature, I want everyone to have the chance to dress how they want, no matter their budget. And that's kind of how Lola Nicole was born. Just me really wanting to have a place where I can go to have an outlet to share the things that I enjoyed sharing. So when I started LolaNicole.com, it really was just a place for me to dump all my Tumblr type stuff, like my poetry and the things I saw on the Golden Globes that I thought were pretty or whatever. And then later on, it kind of progressed into a more fashion blog, a more, um, I guess you can say, organized, niched down is the word that they use often kind of thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still veer off and I pretty much talk about anything that I want. If you've ever met me before, there's no niching down for this girl. I've got a couple interests. So if you fast forward to now, Kevin and I have been married for 10 years. I'm a mom of four kids, my fur baby Brooklyn, and one bonus daughter. You don't see my bonus daughter because we haven't seen her in years due to reasons I won't get into at the moment. But my other children are 15, 10, and 5, and our angel baby Giovanna was born via late miscarriage June 6th of 2019. As I'm recording this, she would have been four weeks old had she been born a live birth full term. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now, and also head over to the podcast Instagram and Facebook and give us a follow. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you for your support. Now back to the show. I toyed around with the idea of a podcast for about a year or so now. I was first going to try a podcast with a co-host, but that didn't pan out. And eventually I just said, what the heck, let's just make a podcast and see where it goes. I love podcasts myself. And for the past year, I'd say I've been listening to them more and more. I think podcast I was drawn to podcasts after joining Audible. I've had Audible for like years, but I love the fact that I can, you know, read something or whatever or I can have someone read it to me. So, you know, if I'm busy or doing something or whatever and I don't have time to just sit still, it can be read to me and I like that. So, when I heard about podcasts and how they were literally these shows that were pretty much anything you could think of, whether they're educational, funny, or just something that genuinely interests you. It piqued my interest, and I started, you know, digging around. My best friend told me about My Favorite Murder, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. And Bad Examples is also one of my favorite podcasts. I just had to throw those out there because if you haven't heard them before, you need to because they're awesome. There's so many awesome podcasts out there for literally everyone, so I decided why not bite the bullet and start my own. I thought long and hard about what myself and some of my friends and some other women that I've talked to and just peeking around in some mom groups about different topics that people talk about you know motherhood marriage business so on and so forth whatever is the hot gas so I figured okay well I like to talk I like to have deep conversation so why not slap it into a podcast you know that way I can kind of force people to just listen to what I have to say for like 40 minutes (laughs) just kidding So anyway, I don't even remember how, but literally one day out of nowhere, the Awkward Mom stage just popped in my mind. I didn't know what it was for. I didn't know what I was going to use it on. I was just like, let me write this down. It's important. I need to remember it. So I wrote it down in my notes on my phone and then went on about my business. Who knows what I was doing that day? I'm usually busy, so I can't even remember what I was doing. But I think it was about a month or two later... I started doing you know a little more research on how to start a podcast and I was like, hey, you know, the awkward mom stage seems like a pretty neat podcast name. Let's, you know, check it out, see if it's available. We'll go from there. So I, you know, went on Instagram and I went on Facebook and I saw that the name was available, so I got the pages and uh I bought the domain. And I just really was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So here we are. I'm recording my first ever podcast episode. Definitely didn't think this was going to happen at all. And I'm still kind of lost and have no idea what I'm doing. But we're going to work through this together. I feel like when I started actually diving into this podcast journey and I was Checking into other podcasts, some more that I've listened to, The Birds Papaya, just really listening to podcasts that other strong women have, you know, started. I was like, wow, I kind of want to be a part of this little community as well. Because I feel like podcasts have been out for years, but no one really knew about them until, you know, recent in the recent years. And they're actually great i've learned so many different things from different podcasts so i think it's a great idea so i was like well i want to be a part of this so here we go i also thought i was going to be an author one day you know and write a book but i've had like the worst writer's block i could think of i haven't been able to write a thing sometimes that happens when i'm blogging as well but i feel like with podcasting it's a little easier and a little more comfortable because you're just having a conversation. So it's something that happens kind of naturally, you know? Well, I think that's it for this episode. I think I've rambled on about myself for as long as you could possibly stand. I feel this podcast is great because all my friends and other women that I've talked to are in different cycles of their lives right now. And it's a perfect way to kind of sum up being a mom to me. Every stage is awkward, you know? Believe me, motherhood is always awkward. So the Awkward Mom Stage podcast is definitely the place you want to be if you feel out of place as well. Well, that's it for the very first episode of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. the pilot episode. I thank you guys so much for sitting here and listening to me ramble on about myself i promise next episode will be much more fun and it won't be all about me but thank you guys so much for listening and always remember you're beautiful thanks for joining me this week on the awkward mom stage podcast while you're at it if you're enjoying the show i'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on spotify or share this podcast with a friend Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and make sure to give the show a follow on Instagram and Facebook so you're always up to date on the latest podcast news in the next episode. As always, be sure to tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Happy hump day. This has been another episode of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. I hope you have an awesome week and always remember you're beautiful. Lola.